Sometimes unconventional, but always entertaining. They're kooky and they're spooky. It's time to cross to the other side. Welcome to Spooky Sundays with Anne and Renata. Cheering, we're back! Oh my god! Hello, spooksters, parastalkers, grand poopers, and the lurkers. Welcome back to Spooky Sundays and a happy new year to you all. Oh, yeah, we're just so happy, aren't we? Oh, how deep is my voice? Uh, now, if you hear Anne coughing, <coughs> demonstration. She has bronchitis, and God love her, she's been a trooper. She's been going on with this with this crap for the last three weeks, yeah. and worked all the way through it. And yeah, yeah we aren't we aren't COVID ridden. No, nope. uh, that's a guarantee. We've had our rat tests. I've done about seven of those tests in yeah. the last probably two weeks, and uh, we're clear. We're clear, um, but. She has this horrible cough, so we apologise. Yeah, and I'm I'm going to save my voice and I'm going to let the dulcet tones of Renata resonate out in the world tonight. Oh, my God. So how was everyone's New Year's celebrations? Did you get the gift of COVID? (laughs) (laughs) The gift that keeps on giving. (laughs) Awesome. We've we've come close, but we've managed to dodge, haven't we? Oh, my God, so close, so close. And we've just been inundated with um, ghost tours at Maitland Jail too. We did five, five in uh, seven days, literally. Five in in a week, um, and uh, we survived them all thanks to our wonderful team of volunteers who went above and beyond the call of duty. So uh, a shout-out to the volunteers of Newcastle Ghost Tours because they are an awesome, awesome team. And the first award on the text messages tonight goes to Catherine. Good evening. Love my spooky Sundays. Welcome back, Catherine. All right, I'm I'm um, going straight into our first story uh, because I've got four pages, three pages, four pages of stuff. Well, that will uh, take up a bit of time. You go for All it. All right, so this is about haunted dolls. Haunted dolls ruined our lives from possessed toys leaking blood to other responsible what for, to others responsible for death and strokes. Oh, well. What type of stroke? Yeah, what, what type of stroke? And this was written by Josh Saunders and where all good news comes from, the sun in England. Oh, of course. Very sun reputable. Sun newspaper. I think Haunt- it's along the same lines as my story tonight, the Jamaican Times. Very mm. reputable. <laughs> uh, Josh Saunders, thank you very much for this. Haunted dolls have been fodder for horror movies for decades. Absolutely. But behind the terrifying scenes are often real-life victims whose harrowing paranormal experiences are the stuff of nightmares. This week, well not this week, but the week this story was written, Jonathan Lewis, 32, found creepy ragdoll Emily clutching a chilling note after knocking through a boarded up wall cavity at his home in Walton, Liverpool. The letter, allegedly penned by Emily, claimed the original owners in 1961 had to go because all they did was sing and be merry. According to the Liverpool Echo, the note read, It was sickening. Stabbing was my choice of death for them, so I hope you have knives. Hope you sleep well. 
That's delightful. Oh, no, that's a note from the doll. Nice. Nice. Lewis, a primary school teacher, said he found the letter hilarious and doubted its authenticity, but concerned pals have urged him to put the house back on the market. And TV paranormal presenter Jane Harris told the Sun newspaper that haunted dolls are no laughing matter, adding that she has encountered four truly inexplicable cases. The most convincing was Peggy, who was allegedly behind one lady suffering a heart attack and another having a stroke aged 27. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you can't be wheezing no, already. If you set me off now, I will be coughing so hard that I will pee myself a little. It's not It's not a laughing matter. While, while several others explained chest pains, dizziness and nausea just from looking at a photo of her. Oh, honestly. Harris isn't the only one to support claims that supposedly possessed items have countless other shocking stories attached. So let's read a few more. And if you have a possessed item in your, I don't know, kit of stuff, send us a message on 0490 We want to know what it is and we want to know what it does. Maybe, yeah, no, I won't go there. Leaking blood. One of the most famous haunted dolls was Annabelle, a red-haired Raggedy Ann doll that inspired the Conjuring film franchise. Yeah. It was claimed that the cuddly toy, which was first um, uh, available in stores in 1915, had been imbued with the spirit of a seven-year-old girl. Oh, but now you have to listen to the True Hauntings podcast on this one because there are so many different <laughs> oh. versions of who that doll was inhabited by. Yeah. Um, of the same name who died. The doll was gifted with an unnamed to an unnamed nurse. No, there is a name to her. Yeah. In 1970, who said it moved around her bed without explanation and leaked blood. Yeah, well, that's that's yeah. not quite right either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen to the True Hauntings <clears throat> podcast, people. It was also claimed that Annabelle left handwritten notes saying, "Help me," and "Help us." Paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren. <coughs> Determined that the doll was being controlled by an inhuman demonic spirit, uh, was looking for a host. Annabelle is now stored inside a sealed glass box, which is regularly blessed by a priest in the Warren's Occult Museum in Monroe, Connecticut. Speaking to USA Today in 2017, Lorraine Warren said, These are prayers that bind the evil, much like an electric fence for a dog. <laughs> what a horrible thing to say. An anyway. electric fence for a dog? Oh, my God. That's... Where does she live? She did. <laughs> she also claimed Annabelle was behind a fatal motorcycle accident after oh. a man taunted the creepy doll and later crashed head on into a tree. Uh, not that anyone can actually find any reported uh, motorbike accidents that can be linked to that story. But, yeah, it sounds great. Mm. Now, Harris, 38, owned Peggy. The doll for three. Peggy the doll for three years from 2014 after an urgent call for help from a lady who bought her at a fair spelled f-a-y-r-e the individual claimed to have heard footsteps at night saw shadows in the hallway and lights flickering without explanation harris the founder of hd paranormal and a master herbalist told the son these are all classic signs of a haunting people claimed that by just looking at her photo they would become dizzy nauseous head uh, lightheaded and in some extreme cases have chest pains and panic attacks that just sounds like a, a panic attack 
One lady, Katrine Redick, suffered a heart attack and another, Olivia Taylor, had a stroke. Another one, while alone with the doll overnight. <laughs> she was only 27, excuse me. Harris also told dogs barked while Peggy was on TV and the doll regularly seemed to produce flies. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Where did they come from? I want to know. (laughs) Okay. Paranormal investigator Danny Moss filmed an eerie doll named Grace as she allegedly threatened him with physical violence. He believed the toy is possessed by a spirit of a witch from the 1600s. All right. I'm holding it in. And recorded his chilling encounters in 2019. And uh, he spoke to North Wales live and uh, she was seen clutching. Oh no, he was seen clutching a crucifix as he asked the doll, "What do you want to burn?" Well, that's something you always ask dolls, isn't it? What do you want to burn? Hello, darling. What would you like to burn today? <laughs> Shortly after, a voice was heard replying, "Oh." Your eyes. Which the ghost hunter said was terrifying at the time. Mm. Grace, was, uh, who was kept inside a sealed glass box, was also claimed to have said, Release. And three knocking sounds were heard <gasps> on a paranormal recording device. Oh, we all know what three knocks mean, don't we? Someone's at the door. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Moss added, I admit, even I was never a big believer, but this item is just amazing. I've never seen anything like it. It's very special. Now, Ian Griffiths, the psychic medium with 23 years' experience, claims to own a possessed doll named Margaret. I don't pick on the name Margaret. My middle name is Margaret. And a haunted mirror. The 54-year-old from Derbyshire said he has felt and seen the doll walking around his house in addition to other creepy experiences. How do you feel the doll walking around the house? Mm. He told the son, the spirit seems to make small banging noises. I've had to keep her in the spare room, but even there, the lights keep on turning on still making banging noises in the spare room? Griffiths oh. also believes there are negative spirits that have attached themselves to a mirror that he owns. In video footage, which he shared online, an eerie voice can be heard saying, You help <clears throat> me. You help me. Griffiths also said there was a nasty male spirit who he claimed with short grey hair and in his 40s that he could detect a dark feeling from. Now we have Ozzy Osbourne. Who chimes into all of this? Oh, well, he is an absolute, um, you know, what do we call that, knowledgeable person in this field. So Ozzy Osbourne claims to have been affected by the paranormal world after he bought a replica of the haunted straw stuffed doll named Robert in Florida. Robert the doll. Oh, this is the Robert? Yeah. Ozzy Osbourne bought it. No, a, 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 a replica. A replica. Oh, right. The Black Sabbath star was warned that some people who purchased a doll had posted it back to the Fort East. Martello Museum after being haunted. Can we buy one? In 2020, Osborne blamed the doll for his troubling health conditions, including a spinal injury. Oh, it has injury, nothing to do with all the drugs and cigarettes he smoked. Following a fall and his Parkinson's diagnosis, he said, you think I'm an effing joke? Just look at what has gone on with me. You think it's a joke? Look. Look at me. You're taking no responsibility for all the actions of his whole life that has led to his illnesses, and it could be genetic as well he's gonna blame a freaking replica doll mm. now i've actually got two more stories i'm going to hold on to them oh, hold if on we have time in case i have a coughing fit and can't talk yeah, if we have time i'll read them out other than that um, we're going to go to our first song you're listening to the spooky sundays podcast with ann and renata 
how great is it to be back in studio? Did anybody actually listen to the best of during the break? We vowed we were going to and we didn't listen to one of them, did we? No, but we were busy. We were. We were working the whole way through. Or I was coughing up a lung in a corner somewhere. So this is my turn. So I'm going to try to do the best I can. But if my voice gives out, I've got notes to hand over to Renata. So my story today is about a lovely Jamaican woman who thinks she's been cursed. So I found this uh, story in the Fortean Times, then I did a bit of research online, and I found it in the Jamaican Times. So it's, it's spread like wildfire mm. to those two places. <laughs> so a woman from West Jamaica, who currently calls the USA home, is convinced that she is the victim of an Obia spell. Now, I hope I've said that right. It's O-B-E-A-H. And it has disfigured her. How dreadful is that, Renata? That's awful. Now, we're, going awful. To say, we're going to say her name is Mary Brown, because that's her real name, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Said the curse was set on her by a Hispanic woman who was jealous of the relationship she shared with the woman's estranged husband. Oh, now look, here we oh, go. This is a triangle. Yeah, this is well, a triangle is. of love. Now, this is where we try to speak some Jamaican. Right now, me moga, and no matter how me da eat, me can't put on no weight. Me get dark and ugly, and me look different, said Brown. I have struggled to keep a job amongst things. A part of me is sorry I met him because I am a good person who don't deserve this. You're doing well, keep going Yeah, we all love our accents, don't we? (laughs) Brown is now seeking the assistance of a spiritualist To rid her of the curse Now, this lady is 35 years old And she said her misery started months After she met the man Who was in the process of divorcing his wife She said that their relationship was going well But things started to go down earlier this year the man has since returned to his wife. Oh, there you go. Brown, however, believes that he did not do so willingly and is also under a oh, spell. Yes. But I, I just want to go back to what she said there. Mm-hmm. She said that um, no matter how much she eats, she's getting thinner and thinner from this curse. I wouldn't mind a curse. Curse like that. me! <laughs> curse me! <laughs> Oh, jeez. I put on so much weight over the friggin' break. Um, Here she goes. You're still talking here. Okay. Okay. One night. What? (laughs) I just read that. I just, I don't know if I can read that now. Oh, we're going to have to do it. One night, me lay down. I watch him asleep and have a sex with himself. (laughs) (laughs) That was an interfantine times one. What? I don't understand. <laughs> one day, that's one day. Me lay down and watch him asleep, and I have a sex it. with himself. Okay, one day we go in his car, and in there was stink and smell like rotten flesh. We searched everywhere in it and couldn't find anything. But scent didn't leave until in the day. But only leave the car to transfer to him. He was so stink, she said. In addition to getting awful dreams and being threatened by the woman, mm-hmm. Brown said she started seeing ghost-like figures in her home. Mm-hmm. One morning, when we wake up, oh God, I'm terrified. What's going to happen now? <laughs> 
One morning, me wake up and me see a tall figure stand up in the room. I was staring at it, me even blinking me eye, cause me want to know if it was cloudy. But after that, it is still there. It was there until it disappeared, she said. (coughs) (laughs) Brown said she has spent... Are you ready for this? Okay. Brown said she has spent nearly $3,000 on several spiritualists to rid her of the curse. Uh But they have all told her the spell is too strong. So we've got to keep back and try. But each time we've got to to charge you money. Mm -hmm. Got to charge you money. Mm. I remember sending a picture of the wife to a woman and when she got the picture I hear her scream and the phone line went silent for a couple of minutes. Me get frightened and start to wonder if someone outed the picture on her. <laughs> oh Cause, no. Cause member, mean sounds like a three-year-old toy. <laughs> Cause member, me no know about them things here. Afterwards, me hears her say, "The woman's soul be black." Right. Brown said. Right. That's terrifying. Yeah. She said that others told her that they were unable to assist her because her attacker was a Satanist. <sighs> a Satanist couldn't be bothered with her. Yeah. Um, and their powers are not strong enough to battle the devil. Right now, I just want someone to help me. I am suffering. He is back with his wife, but for some reason, she still feels threatened by me. It wasn't like I went into the relationship while they were together or anything. I just want my normal life back, she said. Mm. Uh, one one of our regular listeners, Robert, has um, written to us what he thinks about it. He's a gone Jaja Binks. He's a sloppy bugger. He's going to be the dark side. <laughs> yeah, All right, you Robert. set me off, Robert. Thank you. I, I think so. I think you're right. But okay, there were some people that left some comments on the article, right? Which I wanted to share with you okay, as well. Okay, go ahead. Um, this this one's called Girl Brown was her her handle, Miss Brown. If you honestly believe that the wife is causing your illness, then that will teach you from now on to leave other women's husbands alone and go find yourself a single man. On the other, one would say, believe believe kills and believe cures. I think she's got her beliefs and her beliefs muddled. In your case, it is actually guilt that is eating away at you for trying to break up the couple's marriage. They were separated. What a du- judgmental cow that person is. <laughs> Just saying. They were separated. Uh, he and was I, going through to a divorce, wasn't he? Yes, he was. They were separated. Yeah. They were, it was over. Anyway, this is Susie. Susie said, sorry, you are ill. Oh, sorry you are ill, but go see a doctor and quit all the hocus-pocus mumbo-jumbo. Oh, dear. I, I do like that one. Yep. Um, then there was this one here. No time for your foolishness. It's time black people put these things aside and grow up because nobody can obey a me, you are, or anyone else. And if anyone out there thinking they can do it, then do it to me. Oh, that's a threat. Yeah. This is my favourite. This is a comment by Phil T. McNasty. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, yep. Call me and send 1,000 US. Me will fix her. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So much stuff to unpack there, isn't there? I know, I know. Oh, look, we've all got thoughts about this one, I'm sure. Mm. 
Yeah. Let's once again blame the curse for everything that's going down. Now, what was the comment that you heard? Um, oh, I'm not going to. No, no. Oh, no, that no, was perfect. No, 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 to, do with, to do with that particular lady and the husband? Yes, no, I, I can't. I can't say She it. needs to let him go. She does. She needs to let him go. She needs to wipe that poop off her shoe and mm-hmm. keep moving forward. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> Any other comments from our listeners before we go to a song? Um, you see, I'm on top of it. I'm reading it ahead of time, but no, obviously Renata's not. No, 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 no. None, none uh, with regard to that particular okay. story. Some personal ones to us. Oh, that's fine. Oh, personal ones. We'll have mm. to read those during the break. Now, remember, guys, after the, ba- after the break, we have um, Paranormal <coughs> Q&A. So if you have a <coughs> deeply, deeply uh, important question you need to ask us, maybe one that's even not so deep. Um, <laughs> please, and, and any questions? Like yes. Um, please now message through on 0490 and we will answer your questions live so i was thinking renata yes how many maitland jail tours did we do between christmas and the present day so what are, what's the date that we're on now we did five yeah yeah five it's the ninth of um january january we did three between christmas and new year yep and, and we then did two on Friday night. We did two on Friday night because there was that many people that they begged us to do a back to back. So mm-hmm. we actually went till one o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And we've got one on this Friday we've got night. One this Friday night. Woohoo! I love this. I just love it because I love Maitland Jail. Yeah, it's, it's an amazing. Awesome. Um, and I, um, I kind of had a moment um, a couple of weeks ago when I was walking through one of the areas and. Um, I was there on my own, and uh, Karen, one of our volleys, came up to me, and I was kind of standing there just thinking, I'm standing here in the middle of a very old jail where we have permission to be to run ghost tours. Yeah. And you think, how freaking lucky is we're, that? We're allowed to explore for ghosts. Yeah, I know. And show other, other people how to do it. Yep. It's awesome. Blows awesome my stuff. mind. I, I'm just... I'm in my happy place when I'm there. Mm. Anyway, we did have some questions that came in mm-hmm. um, during the live Facebook group. Now, the first one was in regards to the SLS XCAM. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't actually say XCAM. <coughs> I think they just said the SLS. Now, that's a structured light sensor camera. And uh, it's the basis of it is that it is using... The guts of an Xbox, um, uh, or uh, where you can interact with a gaming station, and it recognises your movements to be able to play the game with you, and it does that by having a camera on you. Uh, and uh, I know that with the one that Bill made, they they throw out all these little pinpoints of light, and that's how it works out where you are, and it is. Uh, uh, a computer program that will then map what looks to it as a recognised human figure, it will map it into a human figure. Mm-hmm. So they've taken the guts of that and they've attached it to a um, a tablet uh, and they the idea is that it will very crudely um, map... This is the bodgy ones, the homemade ones. Uh, it will map... Uh, Point from point A to point B, or put a line um, if it recognises a solid object. Now, the homemade bodgy ones compared to what Bill Chapel made, very different. 
very, very different. Uh, my husband is a, a computer programmer uh, and an electrical engineer. Do you know I called him electrician and electrician oh, off right? No. I know. I, I, it just slipped no. out. I didn't mean to. Oh, I stopped God. straight away and I said, I'm sorry. Yep. But I did call him an electrician just for a brief millisecond. Yeah. Um, and he's a control systems engineer. So he writes programming to run... Um, plants and mines and um big things he's clever big anyway he and bill are friends Mm -hmm. and we had a chat to bill and he explained to us about how much money he put into the uh sls x cam which is his version and he invested about three hundred thousand dollars in man hours and uh equipment to bring to you what is now available today and I think in America it's $1,290 plus shipping to Australia which is about 20000 Australian dollars. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and it also mention, it measures temperature and uh, it is looking for sound as well so it, it, it measures a whole heap of stuff. Now even that one to me will give you false readings. Mm-hmm. Um there is also one that's Ghost Tube that was invented by Amy and her husband. Yep. I don't know much about that one. I did see them using it on the show the other day and it was mapping a chair, but they said this is a false reading. Mm-hmm. Just so everybody knew it was a false reading. So they're owning it too. So if it sees um, any of the devices, sees an object that could possibly look human it will map it into a human so you need to be very aware that when you're using this sort of equipment that there are what they call false positives so um also look for things like reflections of your body up against the wall so if there is somebody with a light source behind you and it's casting your shadow up against the wall and this includes ir light so you could be in pitch black and if you had the infrared light out and um you it casts a shadow which you can't see in the dark but it does cast a shadow the sls will map that as a stick figure Mm -hmm. so you're thinking oh look there is a a ghost in front of me or is a ghost behind me but it's not now, I have used Bill's camera. I have one. Um, it needs an upgrade at the moment. But I have seen some astounding things on it where we have asked um, the, what's appearing in front of us to interact intelligently with us. Like, could you please raise your left arm and wave your hand in the air? And we've watched it do it. Mm-hmm. Now, that to me is more interesting than just a random stick figure that just pops in and then pops out again yes so know how the equipment works know there's plenty of articles online that you can read about it and uh work out um what what the false positives are mm-hmm. all right um what's next uh, we had a question about um <coughs> the dipic boxes that you can buy on the oh. dark web Okay, that was the dark box. Now, um, is it a dibbit box or a dark box? I think it was a dibbit box. Oh, was it? Because there's another thing on the web that you can buy from the dark web. 
you can buy these mystery boxes from the dark web. I wasn't sure if it's that one or you're talking about the Dibbook boxes. Oh, we need to buy one of those oh, dark we boxes. Have we to. do. We need to do a live. Oh, my God. Has anyone watched those on YouTube? They are hilarious. I showed one to Renata. There was this clueless guy. What it is, that, right, you've got the dark web and, and that is the, the hidden web. You need the address to be able to actually find it and it's a very guarded and hidden and um, you can buy these mystery boxes and we watched this guy unpacking it it was things like um, uh, dentist tools and um, there was COVID test use COVID tests in there oh yeah there was um Something that looked like it had been uh, squeegees put up inside someone's mouth when they're getting dental work and they still had fluid in them. Uh, and um, there was also all these sex toys. And he had no idea what they were. He thought it was – there was a, a unicorn, which was like a child's toy, which is – that's disturbing as well. And he had this dildo, which he thought was a stand for the unicorn. <laughs> and he was trying to get – I can't work it – oh – it yeah. was it was quite funny. And then yeah. he's got gloves and things on. I really suggest wearing gloves when you're doing this. Um, but at some stage or other, he's, he's gone to do something with his and stuck the glove inside his mouth. And he still doesn't know to this day that he did it. <sighs> but um, did you find the, the question? Uh, no. All right. So I thought it was the, the mystery web. So do I think they're real? I don't know. I think there's sick puppies out there who may actually create these and some of them actually include uh, memory cards and SD cards and things as well so um, they're like they've had to call the police for some of the things they've found in these mystery boxes Um, like there's there's been used tampons and things like that in there it's really grotty that's why they call it a mystery box you don't know it normally has a theme and you don't know what that theme is going to be but it's quite Look, you've dark. Got, you've got to know that it's not going to be good because you're buying it on the dark web. Yeah. And some of them can be quite expensive, but the amount of hits you get when you open one, and I think you and I opening one would be hilarious. Text us in if you want us <laughs> to get a, um, a a mystery box from the dark web. The number is 0490 do you want us to buy a mystery box and open it live? Text it in yes or no. Oh, no. Um, anyway, the so that was the, the two questions. If it was a Dibbock box, most of them, we've, we've covered quite a few here on the show for the uh, Trash or Treasure. Mm-hmm. They're mostly rubbish. They're most, mostly rubbish. And yeah. I don't know how you would go about getting a real one. I think you would just have to be lucky enough to find one in a junk store where somebody hasn't realised what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm. What's your thoughts? Very rare. Very rare nowadays. That that type of um, magic is very, very old. Uh, and most of it is associated with um, not our... Judaism. Yeah, not yeah. our religion. Yeah. So it's it's kind of, yeah, it's it's one of those things that wouldn't really be going outside of um, that religious base anyway. So, yeah. Oh, you are cheeky buggers. I'm reading some of those things that you have texted us during the break in regards to us getting a mystery box from the dark web. Somebody said, Sue that I should be blindfolded as I put my hands into it. Oh, yuck. 
No, I don't think so. We're pretty even on the votes, aren't we? Yes, yes. We've got a few people are saying, yes, go ahead, and then no, don't. No, don't, don't waste your do money. It, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I reckon we will. At some point in time this year, we will. Mm. All right. So, Renata, mm. we've got no other questions for the paranormal. No one gives a rat's ear. <laughs> so here we go. No, they know everything. They don't, we've taught them so well. I'm going to go back to my story oh, you do uh, that. about the dolls, and I'm going to uh, just read the two that I didn't. So, we were talking about all of these haunted dolls before. And so, last year, Mum Emily Madonia claimed a haunted Elsa doll from the Disney film Frozen wouldn't leave her family alone. Now, yeah. you read this story. We did a story on this one. She first gave the toy to her daughter in 2013, despite throwing it away twice, said it keeps finding its way back to their home in Texas. In a Facebook post, she recalled her husband ditching the doll when it started speaking and singing in Spanish after being turned off. Later, it turned up on a nearby wooden bench. Madonia was certain it was the same doll because it had stains from where her daughter accidentally coloured it in with a felt tip pen. After she tried to get rid of the toy for the second time, only for it to reappear again, she wrote online, help us get rid of this haunted doll. Madonia has since posted the doll to a man who lives on the other side of the country and claims the doll laughed for 30 seconds as she put it into the post box. Oh, no. (laughs) And our last doll story, creepy doll toy Annie gave paranormal investigator Matt Tillett quite a fright after fresh water started to trickle down her cheeks. Oh, she was crying. He was trying to communicate with the spiritual world at Hideout Bar in Wrexham last year when he noticed the weird reaction from the doll. Tillett said the phenomenon was unexplainable and it had been even stained uh, it had even stained the paintwork on the toy's face. During his investigation, the ghost hunter also claimed to have heard chilling sounds, including screaming and children running around and the voice of a hundred and seventy year old cobbler. What? I don't know how you work that one out, but anyway. But Tillett was most spooked out by the doll's tears, which he claimed had never happened before he moved her into a sealed enclosure. Oh, he she's told, lonely. He told the Daily Post recently Annie has started crying for no reason. She has real tears. Bless her. I've sent it to demonologists and they've suggested it could be one of the demons crying because they trapped oh. it in a box and they can't get out. Why is it a freaking demon? Oh. Why does it have to be a freaking demon every time? It's unexplainable. It can't be condensation because there's a big hole in the top. Nobody can come up with the answer. So let's just call it a demon and be done with well, it. Well, if in doubt, say it's a demon. Absolutely. Now, do you know what I've just found during the break? What? Or not while you were talking? Because mm-hmm. I was obviously paying attention to you. Mm-hmm. I have found a Robert the Doll replica. It's actually... It's actually pretty close to that's yeah that's yeah. really good yeah is it um, for sale it is for sale Ooh. do you want to know how much it oh is god yeah <laughs> um eight hundred and three dollars <gasps> whoa that's before gst yeah no yeah no yeah all right well i'd be upset if um that got damaged <laughs> yes yes it would be awesome to take to maitland jail but um 
Yeah, we might just see if we can. It's gorgeous. How's Janet going? It's gorgeous. Janet is at the top of the stairs. Yeah. Um, her hair's gone gone all freaky with the, the humidity. <laughs> oh, poor <laughs> We all feel for Janet. So I've got to, I've just got to calm her hair down. You need to put a bit of moisturiser yeah, in that. I do. And Leave-in conditioner. And I just, I need to be able to settle her in so that she doesn't slip off her um, little stand. I think she needs to come in again because... Oh, absolutely. When we unwrapped her, because that was your Christmas present. Yes. Remember we had the knocking at the door? Yes. So I want to see if it happens again when she comes in. We had paranormal experiences here that night. And Roman was with us, the the super sceptic. And even he's going, that was Knox. And everyone heard it on the radio as well. Yeah. We thought someone was in here. We thought they were playing practical jokes on us. I walked out and had had a look around and there was no one here. And no one. You're listening to Spooky Sundays on Newcastle Live Radio. Okay, so I'm starting this hour off with a uh, local ghost story. This one comes uh, from the Daily Mercury back in 18th, uh, 18th of July, 1939, and it's entitled The Waterfront Ghost. And uh, the place this all occurs is Rockhampton, Queensland. So here's the story. There used to be a lone brick building standing on the waterfront at number 274 Key Street, Rockhampton, Queensland. It bore strong evidence of having seen better days. Most of the glass that at one time glazed its windows had been replaced with sheets of iron and bits of weatherboard. Although so old, this pile of bricks and mortar had a solid sort of appearance in the sunlight of the day. Its chipped old plaster face looked knowingly into a midday sun and seemed almost to whisper a story but its building concealed a tale within its walls and for all its improbability is true Years ago, when Rockhampton's waterfront was a scene of greater activity than it is today, the old house was occupied by a young doctor. His practice was confined mostly to accidents and sickness connected with the ships that tied up so close to his door, or to the rehabilitating of of sailors who had gazed too long and perhaps too lovingly on bottles of old Nelson's blood which is strong rum, to which in the days of iron men and wooden ships and crews of visiting vessels was most partial. One night at a time when the waterfront was quiet and idle, the most of Rock and most of Rockhampton slept. A man seemed to stagger to the door of number 274 Key Street, knocked. The door opened and the man was admitted to the house. That fact was confirmed by a night watchman from a ship that was moored nearby. The watchman knew the man who had entered the house to be a member of the crew of the ship he was on. (coughs) He knew the man to be always in trouble on shore and so for him to visit a doctor at any hour did not surprise the watchman. Half an hour later, the watchman was disturbed to hear the front door of the doctor's house open again and to see the sailor, his arm encased in a white sling, walk straight across the road. He saw the man stood at the old wooden bollard to which the mooring lines of the ship were attached and take off his cap, which he then placed on the bollard itself and with hardly a pause walked slowly onto the old wharf which stands battered and broken opposite the doctor's house. But what did surprise the night watchman was that the injured man reaching the edge of the jetty should turn to face him as though to indicate a farewell. He raised his uninjured arm in salutation 
salutation, then turning on his heel, walked straight off the jetty into the water. And then a splash. Then silence. In a panic, the night watchman quickly roused members of the ship's crew together with an officer. Lights were forthcoming and thorough searches were made of the river at the spot where the man had been seen to disappear. The morning sun rising found the search still in progress. Hours succeeded hours and men looked in vain. The mystery deepened when on going to the doctor's house for information as to the apparently drowned man's injuries, the doctor was not at home and had not been seen in the house for many hours prior to the time the night watchman had apparently seen the man enter. In fact, when police and ship's officers inquired about him, the doctor proved conclusively that at the time of the supposed visit of the man to the house, he had been out of Rockhampton and had remained away from the city for many hours after the man's disappearance. The doctor lived alone and the house was empty of any living soul during the whole time of the queer happenings. That the night watchman had been mistaken seems disapproved by two concrete facts. The injured man's cap was found on the wooden bollard and the strongest evidence of all, the owner of the cap, was definitely missing. In fact, he was never seen again. In due course, the ship sailed, and here the story might have ended, but for one curious thing. The incidents recorded had happened on a cold, bleak night in June, and during the following year at the same time, and to be exact for every year since, a strange apparition is said to leave the location of the old house, cross the road, and disappear into the river. Stand alone on Key Street under the trees at night when the city is very still. In the quiet and hushed calmness where the old house once stood, try to visualise these strange happenings. There is something eerie about the surroundings of that little bit of Key Street. For preference, go to the spot on a dark, cold, damp night. Stand and listen. The softly swirling waters of the river, the drip of raindrops from the trees that line the street, the scurry of a rat as it seeks shelter from the misery of its surroundings, and the ghostly silence of the tumbled-down wharf. Then picture to yourself the tread of the missing man across the road to the jetty, the fall into the water, a scream, and then silence. Oh, nicely read, Renata. Isn't that a beautiful story? Are you enjoying me having a cold and not being able to speak very often and not interrupt you? Yes. (laughs) I love that story. So that is actually, that was written back in 1939. And it's part of this book that I have been holding in my hand for the last couple of months, Australia's Haunted History by Trudy Twohill. So I'll be reading some more stories out of that as we go, but it's a beautiful collection of Australian stories um, that have been uh, written um, and uh, posted in newspapers. So she's picked some goodies and Mm. um, it's a delight to actually be reading them out. And Robert has said here that Rockhampton has several ghosties around the township. The Crocs might have got him though. Oh dear. (laughs) Oh dear, oh dear. Yeah, very, very, very interesting. Haven't been to Rockhampton, so I don't know. I got to Bundaberg. I didn't get as far as Rockhampton. Um, visiting my, well, I call her Auntie Carlene, but she's like my step grandmother, mm-hmm. uh, and she's still with us. She's um, my grown children's great grandmother. 
Uh, no, hang on. I think oh, I get all confused when there's so many that... No, she was my grandmother, so their great-grandmother, which means she must be the great-great-grandmother oh. of Charlotte and, and uh, Ruby. Ruby. Wow. How awesome is that? Awesome. Fantastic. Okay. Now that I've explained my genealogy. <laughs> now, we did have another question here. Oh, yes. Um, and this is from Deborah Ann. She said, if you've got time... Uh, a paranormal question, can you clear a haunted object? Yes. Well, for me, to start with, I would have to determine whether the object was truly haunted mm-hmm. or whether it was a series of coincidences relating to the object. So do you think there can be a haunted object, Renata? Well, there seems to be a lot of evidence to say that there are haunted objects. Is but, there? Well. Or is there a lot of hearsay? Well, there's a lot. Of personal experiences. Personal experiences. Demons. At, yes, all of the above. Tick, tick, tick. <laughs> um, but it's, look, like anything, if you attach an, if you attach an emotion and a, um, a, a, a traumatic kind of emotion to a particular item, it can start to resonate in that way, especially if you continue with the story. So, you know, it's, it's Well, it's building layers on yeah. it, isn't it? So that you start off with the idea that it might be haunted and mm-hmm. then you actually confirm your bias by uh, a, attributing incidents – oh, it sounds so posh mm-hmm. – attributing incidents to that item as being the haunted item where mm-hmm. it could just be life. Mm-hmm. That, that is true. So what you actually have to do to um, unhaunt the item is solve the problem that is deep within you. Do you know what segment it is now? Oh, it's this beloved segment of all <laughs> trash is. or treasure. I've only got a little one tonight, but it can become a big one. Oh, we like those. Yes. So this is the segment where I have a look on the interwebs at things that you can purchase for a small fee that might be haunted or paranormal or magical. Now, I popped up, if for those who like to play the game at home, I did pop up a lovely picture. It was a little bit of a conundrum. It was. I couldn't work out what you were trying to it, show us. It was a lady in a very pretty pink bra mm-hmm. with a tape measure around her boobies. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I said, this is tonight's The Paranormal Treasure. So I was wondering what you thought it might have been, Renata. I have no idea. Haunted tape measure? Was, was it the haunted tape measure? The, haunted the pink bra? bra? The, the haunted boobies? I don't know. No. In actual fact, we have got a women's demonic auto... Alter your body spell for bigger breasts, extremely powerful, achieve your dream body, and an hourglass figure spell. Ah. So much to offer. Oh, God. Christy's coming up next. We'll have to talk to her about this. Oh, Mm -hmm. wow. Hopefully she's got the herbs for this one. (laughs) The herbs. The herbs. (coughs) So... This it, I love how we've got demonic in there. Oh, because it doesn't sell otherwise. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, do you want to look like those women on TV? Yeah, no. Anyway. Have you done all of the recommended exercises but to no avail? Mm, I have, yeah. I haven't <laughs> done no exercise whatsoever. Are you just wanting to feel sexier, more desirable? Yeah, yeah. No? Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not really looking for I, I don't want to be sexier or more desirable. I'm quite happy slobbing around the house with my ex rolls of fat and whatever. Anyway, and uh, do you want to be happier in your own body? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um 
then this extremely powerful demonic alter your body spell might be just the right thing for you. Okay, crack on. Let's oh. see. Please let me know what you would like to have altered so you can choose your bits. <gasps> uh-huh. And I have arranged that for you within limits, so you can have one to two cup size, be realistic here, uh-huh. um, they can help you. Mm-hmm. Now, she also offers that they can expand your bum. That's that's the words. I can also help you to expand your bum. I've got plenty. Thank you. If they would like to port some of mine out to help these other people, feel free to take some. I offer it freely to the spirit world. Mm -hmm. Um, You can also add some more to your hips. Mm -hmm. Do you need more on your hips? No, thank you. None. And if you wish to become more muscular as well. A mux, mux. Do you want some mux calls? Mm. No. In or in in case you select more than one option, please state which two or three you would like to choose. So you must be able to have a drop down bar and choose how many bits you would like to improve. Now, don't get this confused, please, with weight loss. They do have another particular spell for weight loss, which is the extra. <laughs> Who said that picture? <laughs> All right, for uh, oh, weight loss, please Joe. see the extremely powerful demonic weight loss spell. Mm-hmm. They've got a special offer on. It's demonic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're all demonic. They're all demonic. The spell is targeted for women. Yes. However, if you have been assigned male at birth and wish to become more feminine, then they can help you as well with this powerful spell. I, Delilah. 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 Mm -hmm. Come from a family of sorcerers that practices magic since the 17th century Mm -hmm. and specializes in working with demons. Mm -hmm. They're special. Mm -hmm. Through this long time, we have established strong bonds and relationships with most demons and therefore communicate and petitions can be conducted easily and safely for you. Mm Now, they only work with adults, so you have to be 18 years and over. So I'm sorry to all those six-year-old people out there that are after the bigger bosoms. Not yet, darling. You've got to wait a little bit. (laughs) Now, they'd like to let you know that no physical object will be sent through the mail, so you don't actually get sent your new boobies. You have to wait. Um, It will be done via Etsy message. So this is available on Etsy upon spell completion. As magic isn't something that is licensed in today's world and age, I must state that this is not financial, nor medical, nor business, nor personal advice. Ah, uh, okay. I didn't think they were Do- giving any advice at all. I think they were just <laughs> offering bigger boobies, button, hips. I'm sure that's what they're offering. Um, this also, you're going to love this name. This and all services offered by Demonic Delilah, for entertainment purposes only. Of course. Because of the nature of my services, there are no refunds and no exchange possible. No exchange. Oh, where's my teeth? No exchanges possible. Possible. Thank you. Um, So how much do you reckon that spell would be worth? God, $87.50. Oh, you're close. $67.79. Oh, it's a bargain. It's a bargain. So it's on Etsy if anyone wants it. Just look up Demonic Auto Your Body Bigger Breast Spell Dream Body Spell. Now, they have reviews. Oh, excellent. I want to hear that. They've got reviews. hundreds and hundreds of reviews. Really? Yes. All five star. 
What? I, don't, I don't know. I, I did look up some of the people that have left reviews and they all seem to have three favourite shops and they seem to be all the fam- same shops okay. and um, they seem to have left messages. Okay. It's very simple. Yeah, anyway, anyway, just a little sus. Mm-hmm. So this was a review. Uh-huh. Five out of five stars. Uh-huh. Still feel after close to being a month the tingling in my breasts. <laughs> it's a constant feeling. Not painful. And I've seen sub- subtle changes in the shape of my breasts. Each day, they're getting fuller, more round. Not to full cup size that I asked for, but it's working its way to full manifesting. Mm. Um, first off, I would go get your breast checked to see if there's a lump in there. <laughs> if they're changing shape. That's a little bit of a telltale sign, my love. That is. And also, I would be doing a pregnancy test. Oh, look, you're just you're blowing this out of the water, Anne. Oh, I am mean, I? You know, these these people have paid good money to have, you know, their... their Tingles in their breasts. Yeah, and you're telling them that they could be ill? That's just I wrong. know. I'm a no. party pooper. You are. You I'm sorry. Are. I'm sorry. <sighs> so what do you think? Is this trash or treasure, Renata? Oh, look. Look, to be completely honest, I wouldn't be paying for it. No? No. What if there was a spell for a happier husband? <laughs> Would you give that a crack? I'd probably give that a crack. <laughs> if, if, yeah, no, we can't. No, look, there, there could be something that I would pay for with regard to oh, I bet that, there that is. part of the area of the body. Um, maybe placing it back in the position it was when <laughs> this is my 20s. Calling it haul it back up over the shop. We need gaff tape for that. <laughs> Course. You can sling him over your shoulder and wrap him around like a scarf at the moment. It's certainly not where they used to be. <laughs> Don't set me off. Oh, oh my God, I'm God. trying to get, hold on to my voice. Welcome, Miss Christy. Happy 2022. Happy New Year. Everybody. Yes, yes. We're just so thrilled at the beginning of this year. Um, it's going to be good. It is going to be good. But you're it here. Is good. Yes. Look, before you start, what do you think mm. about this um, spell? What do you think about this this brass spell? Well, look, I know a surefire way to increase your butt and your hips for a lot cheaper. Just go to Woolies, pick up a $5 mud cake and eat one every day. Yeah. yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. Absolutely. Guaranteed. Absolutely. Um, but other than that, um, yeah, I'm going to say trash on that one. No. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Party t- Cooper. Tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us what um, your... Um, what you're going to tell us are fantastic ways to tell the future. Well, I've been inspired by a lady called Mystic Veg. Yes. Who claims... We have to say that very clearly. Mystic Veg. That's right. Veg. That's right. Not... Yeah, no, don't say it. (laughs) Yes. So she's claimed to have successfully predicted world events such as Brexit and the elections of world leaders and that by the cunning art of tossing and reading asparagus. <laughs> I know. Sensational. <coughs> yes. Fabulous. So tonight I thought we'd have a look at some of the weirder forms of divination mm-hmm. that's um, been around. But Mystic 
veg. <laughs> yep. Uses any old asparagus, and she says she enjoys cooking it and eating them after the reading. Mm. You mean they provide a service to her, mm-hmm. divinating yep. the future, and then she eats them? Yes. That's weird. So while, yeah, so As if the asparagus isn't veg. weird enough to start with, but yeah, sorry. <laughs> so inst- while using a daily veg to divine the future sounds like she's completely off a rocker, mm-hmm. um, it does actually stem from a type of divination known as sortilege, which means predicting the future based on the casting or throwing of token items such as bones, metal pins, needles, sticks, and things like that. So it actually does come from a source, um, which tells me that you could really, you know, toss anything. <laughs> well, it sort of goes back to the... <laughs> interpret it. Yeah, yeah. The, the Druids would use small bones and uh, in the, the pagans would use various items to throw around and and uh, or split the guts of a sheep and look at the innards of the way it falls. Yep. So that's, I mean, there's weird stuff out there. Yep, there is. That's right. So, you know, I reckon start cracking open your can of baked beans, throw them on the floor, <laughs> see what you get out of that. See which way they lead. Yeah, That's well, right. they still do divination with tea leaves and coffee coffee beans, <coughs> um, yes. coffee grounds. So, you know, that's, that's kind of part of all of that as well. Yeah. And then there's anthropomancy which uses human sacrifice to determine someone's fate. And I'm going to say their fate is probably not going to be that great. <laughs> no. No. But, no. But a live human would be cut open and the entrails read and interpreted and the screams and writhing of the victim would also be part of the fortune-telling process. Oh, my God. I bet that's more than $90 an hour. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. All sorts of awesomeness um, there. Yeah, there's also the art of sternomancy, which is reading the shape, size, and coloration of the colour, but of the breastbone. Obviously, the person would also dead in that case as well. Oh, oh wow! What is yeah. wrong with people anyway? What a lovely what way to great way to start the new year, Christy. Well, I'm loving this. Yeah. But some other really interesting ones is yep. bow and arrows. So writing all different messages or outcomes on arrows and shooting a whole heap of arrows and then reading the one that flew the furthest. Oh, that's cool. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. That, that's a good one. Yeah. Tossing leaves on a fire and interpreting the sound of them burning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. Melting um, metal and pouring it into cold water and interpreting the sound of the hissing as it hits the water. Uh-huh. And then actually reading the shape that the metal solidifies into. Mm-hmm. Reading pearls in shells. Um you know, something that I think we've all done at the time is picking up a random book, opening it at a random page and reading a sentence and that's your answer for whatever you're asking. Oh, yes, yes. we've been doing some of that, haven't we, Renata? Yes. yes. But I've saved my two favourites for last. Oh, you can't wait. <sighs> Robert, I'm not reading that out. <laughs> <laughs> Text it to me later. Is Allura Nancy, which is the art of divination by cat. By, by what? What? So we're just having a chuckle what Robert wrote. By cat. By cat. So reading special meaning into how the cat moves, which way it jumps, and how it lands. So, you know, we're, <laughs> we're pussy tossing. <laughs> <laughs> we're reading the pussies. <laughs> That's right. So, oh, this is, I'm going to start. Hashtag, 
nasty wine pussy on that one. <laughs> Do they like lavender? <laughs> oh. If I start wheezing, I will not come back to <laughs> Okay, so, yeah, so yeah, I guess, yeah, you Toss a whole lot up in the air and see how they land. Well, right. I just imagine picking up a whole heap of cats, throwing <laughs> them up into the air, <laughs> and seeing how they bolt or how they tear you to pieces. Oh, dear. oh no! Mm-hmm. Yes. And the last one is the electromancy. Well, I guess if we can divine the future using a pussy, we may as well then add a rooster into the mix. What? What? So what you do is the diviner writes letters on the ground and then scatters grain over the top of it. And then they let the rooster walk around and see which letters the rooster pecks from. So it's sort of like a Ouija board. <gasps> With a cock. <laughs> You imagine Norfolk Island? Oh, we could they've got, do that. I've got a photo of a big cock from over there. <laughs> it's a big black one. Let's try oh, it. He was yeah, very I fancy. Black one there too. Yeah. Mm. Um, yes, we, we could throw some seed on the ground and watch them all come running. Yes. Yeah. And see how they go. But, yeah, and, you know, really I think anything can be used as divination if you're brave enough to interpret it. Mm-hmm. So in the Middle Ages, they used um, holes in cheese. Oh, God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that, from that, they could divine from that, um, if it looked like in the love heart, that the next person they met was going to be their love of their life. Mm-hmm. Um, they also wrote on pieces of cheese and um, whichever the mould hit first would be the name of the person you supposedly fall in love with. Oh. The weight of a good cheese. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well, do you know that you can fascinate a woman with a cheese? Where did you read that? You can fascinate a woman with a piece of cheese. We're going to do a TikTok on that. <laughs> that, is a, that is in a book from the uh, one yes. of the later centuries. Yes. Yep. So, yes. Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> Please, we've got to do a TikTok on that. Oh, my goodness. Now, Robert's actually saying metal casting is good because once you read the shape, you can then make it into the jewellery for the person. Uh Now, I actually like that. Mm. Can't read his other thing he wrote. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it's very, very innocent. Mm. Oh, it is. It Mm. is. Absolutely. (laughs) all of those, yes, yes. which one would you be most likely to want to try? I want to throw the Don't cats in the, the air. I want yeah, to throw cats in the air. <laughs> oh, and run out of the way. That's all I yep. say. I've got three cats at home. I can give it a crack. Oh, okay. I'll video right. it. You let us know what happens. Oh, I'll video it and then you've, somebody can discern what it is that the message was from spirit. Now, do you have a favourite, Christy? Look, I, I definitely think the um, the cockweeja board is going to be oh, the highlight. Yeah. Would be the highlight of my life because I'll just tell you now. Actually, my number one phobia is actually chickens. Oh, oh I hate chicken. I don't mind so, nice little chickens, but roosters terrify me. Yeah, so it was interesting. Norfolk Island was okay for me. Cook Islands was worse because they were just everywhere. Oh. And they knew, and they just kept coming after me. So, yeah, um, the, that would be interesting to um, help some stuff at a <laughs> Now, before we let you go, Christy, do you have anything new in stock at the moment at Spots and Spirits? 
Oh, I do. I have the macabre tarot oh. in stock. It comes in a coffin-shaped box. Oh, oh it looks amazing. Awesome. Amazing. Joe was saying she likes the arrows, by the way. Go on. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, and I've just got a new box of stock of cards in and a new batch of crystals in that I will be uploading this week as well. Awesome. So I, if you want to... Yeah, sorry. I'm just going to say Oz Paratech has new equipment too. I've got to get that uploaded. Right. New, newbies. Okay. So if you want anything um, of a more spiritual nature, please contact um, Spells and Spirits online and... And um, see what Christy has coming up. And if you want any paranormal equipment, then we have Oz Paratech. So our little plugs there. Yeah. Um, and we both have afterpay. We do. We have afterpay. <laughs> so I'm going to say goodbye to you now, Christy. Thank you very much. We will uh, hear from you again next week. Bye, Christy. Wonderful. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Spooky Sundays podcast with Anne and Renata. So with just a few minutes left, we're just going to let you know what we've got available here in the Newcastle area for anyone that is local. So we have on the 22nd of January our Wollombi exclusive sleepover event that is still happening. Um, we just do require you to provide um, a, a do, do a COVID test. test. Yep, yeah, do a rat sure test before you okay come because we will be in each other's faces for two whole days. Yeah, um, but it is a an enormously wonderful event. First time being offered um, at an amazing bed and breakfast uh, right in the heart of Wollombi. So you'll be able to see that event up on the Frightfully Good page. And we'll do a rat test too. We've got yep. to make sure that we're all safe and we we just have to be fluid. We have to roll with it. Yes, we have to pivot as they say. Um, so that is happening on January the 22nd. Uh, now we do have on the 12th of February a Tomago House investigation which is currently full but we're going to add two more tickets. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so watch out for those. Probably I'll do that tomorrow um, or Tuesday and there'll be two more tickets available. We ne- we do still need to keep numbers um, good enough so that we can run the tour uh, with little groups and make sure that everyone is But it is a nice okay. big size house, so yes. yep. we can Ma- spread out. Our Miss Porter's house on the 5th of February is also fully booked. And we also have available oh, for you. Coming up next weekend. I'm so excited for this. Yeah, the Gloucester uh, Ghost Walk. So this is a mountain-made Gloucester mine, Ghost Walk? Uh, Gloucester Ghost Hunt, sorry. Gloucester <laughs> Ghost Hunt. Um, that's on the 15th of January. And uh, it this is... A sensational tour. It's, it's freaking amazing. Really awesome. And, and we've I, got a special guest. Yes. We do. Roman, the yes. Silver Fox, yes. will be joining us. Ooh. And Karen. Yes. Karen's coming as our helper. Yeah, absolutely. And Fantastic. Daniela will be there. Daniela will be there. Um, our um, cluster correspondent and our volunteer. And these numbers are, are really small. So we, we cap this at 15. And when we do our investigations out in the forest, um, we actually uh, break them down into two smaller groups. So you're very, very safe. Uh, a lot of the uh, night is outside or por- a portion of the night is outside. Um, so look, this this is a really great one. If, if you're into ghost hunting, 
come and do the Gloucester ghost hunt. Nothing like a haunted gold mine. That is true. Renata. That's true. We need to get going. Yes. Yep. So, so welcome back, everyone. It was so great to be back here in studio. Um, personally, I'd like to wish you all a wonderful new year. I hope this year is freaking better than last year. And if you had a good year in 2021, that's fabulous. I still hope it's better for you this year. hope everything's better for everybody this year. That's right. Absolutely. And on that note, we'll say goodbye and we'll see you next Sunday. And we are finishing off with Fleetwood Mac. Nighty nighties. Good night, everyone. Most mysteries can be solved by looking at the facts. But sometimes the facts don't give us the answer. So it's time to call in Anne and Renata. Spooky Sundays, when the truth lies beyond a logical answer. Dive deep into the world of the unknown with real ghost stories and the unexplainable. Sometimes unconventional, but always entertaining. It's Spooky Sundays with Anne and Renata. Sunday from 8pm, only on Newcastle Live.